Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Miami, the Marlins 2 and the Padres 1. As the Padres lose it in walk-off fashion to the Miami Marlins, Marlins scoring two runs in the bottom half of the ninth inning to beat San Diego 2-1. to Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Wednesday evening. Padres with the defeat dropped to 25-30. and Marlins with the win improved to 20 nine and 27 I thought Jesse and Tony summed it up well at the end of their broadcast hard to win a game when you have just one run on two hits and that's what the Padres had here tonight Lots of breakdown in this game. We'll go back to Miami, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after this game. Again, the only run the Padres had, the solo home run by Gary Sanchez in the third inning. And in fact, that was both the only runner on second base the Padres had in this game and also the only hit that left the infield in this game for the Padres. They got an infield single from Xander Bogarts, the home run by Gary Sanchez, and that was it. And that allowed the Marlins to rally and score just two runs in the ninth inning to win it 2-1. to one. Lot to do on our post-game show. We'll have the highlights for you, recap it when we come back. We'll also go back to Miami, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, give out our nightly awards, out-of-town scoreboard, and all that other stuff to come. A lot of good stuff coming up here on the post-game show, but not a happy post-game show as Miami wins it 2-1 to one with two runs in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Our post-game show rolls on when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Miami, Miami 2 and San Diego 1. Again, the Padres dropped to 25-30 and 30 with the defeat. Marlins improved to 29-27. and 27. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. A lot to do on our postgame show. We'll go back to Miami, hear from Bob Melvin in just a little bit. But first, in case you missed tonight's game, let's recap it with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. Our starting pitching matchup was Blake Snell against Braxton Garrett. A couple of left-handers, two scoreless innings to begin the night for both starters. But in the top of the third, it was Gary Sanchez at the plate with one man away. 2-2 to Sanchez. 
that's it hard in the air deep to left field this one way back gonna go a line drive home run for Gary Sanchez he's first as a Padre and they take a one nothing lead here in the third 111.4 miles per hour off the bat, the fifth hardest hit home run by a Padre this season. Blake Snell then pitched a 1-2-3 frame in the third. Snell got in trouble in the fourth inning. He walked Jorge Soler to start the frame. Luis Arise singled, but Snell got a fly out and then a double play ball off the bat of John Birdie to end the inning. Snell allowed a leadoff single to Gene Segura in the fifth inning, but again, Snell induced a double play to help work out of it. Snell somehow threw only four pitches in that fifth inning. Snell worked around two walks in a scoreless sixth inning. All in all, a great outing for Blake Snell. Six scoreless innings, three hits allowed. He struck out seven, walked three. The Padres' offense, though, not much doing at all. Braxton Garrett went five innings in a third and allowed just the Sanchez home run. Waskar Brazabon replaced him in the sixth inning and tossed two and two-thirds scoreless innings out of the Marlins' bullpen. We fast forward to the bottom half of the eighth inning. At that point, Padres still leading 1-0. Nick Martinez got in trouble in relief. Marlins loaded the bases with one out, helped by an error by Martinez trying to field the sacrifice bunt. Martinez was in a huge jam with the Padres leading 1-0 in the eighth inning. Bases loaded, one out, Luis Arise dug in. Now the 2-0 Arise, hard hit up the middle. Bogarts behind second has got it, brings it himself to the back. Throw to first is in time. Another one third time tonight and the sixth time in this series the Marlins ground into a double play this one gonna end the eighth inning so at that moment it seemed like the Padres one run in this game on the Sanchez home run might just hold up Stephen Okert struck out the side for Miami in the top of the ninth inning out of the bullpen Josh Hader entered in the bottom half of the ninth inning trying to secure the save in a one nothing game he walked Yuli Gurriel to start the inning Joey Wendell bunted him over to second base. Gene Segura was next. 3-2 pitch is hit hard on the ground left side. Bogarts dives, can't get it. Soto charges. Gurriel rounding third. Here's the throw cut by Kim. Relay gets through to Hayter, backing up home plate, and the game is tied. Looked like Soto's throw was going to have a chance to get through to the catcher, Sanchez. But Kim cut it off, kind of to the left of the mound, and then he threw a little bit away from where Sanchez was. Segura on that play went to second base on the throw. Segura was the winning run at second base in a 1-1 game in the ninth inning. He stole third base. Nick Fortes was at the plate. At third, excuse me. Here's a ground ball fair up the first baseline in the right field, and the Marlins walk it off. They get two against Josh Hader in the bottom of the ninth inning. And the Fish come back from a 1-0 deficit to win this game 2-1. And just like that, the Marlins had a walk-off win in the middle game of this three-game series. The final, Miami 2, San Diego 1. The Padres scoring just one run on two hits again. Aside from the Sanchez home run, they had no other runners on second base in this game. It's hard to win a game when you only get one run on two hits, and the Marlins had opportunities in this game, first against Snell, then in the eighth inning, but they find a way to get two runs in the bottom half of the ninth inning to win it by the final of 2-1. to one. 
Again, the final totals for the Marlins. Two runs, six hits, one error for the Padres. One run, two hits, and one error. Padres with the defeat dropped to 25-30, and 30, back to five games below 500. And the Marlins improved to 29-27, and 27, setting up the rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow in this road trip finale for the Padres tomorrow morning. Much more on that game coming up a little bit later. When we come back, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after this 2-1 loss in Miami. Much more to come in our post-game coverage after this on the Padres Radio Network. show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here today in the Marlins 2 and the Padres 1 as the Padres lose the middle game of this three-game series to Miami. Marlins scoring two runs in the ninth inning, a game-tying RBI single by Gene Segura, a game-winning RBI single just moments later by Nick Fortes. That's after the Padres took a one nothing lead on Gary Sanchez's solo home run in the third inning. That was the only run the Padres scored in this game, just one run on two hits and the Marlins waiting until their last chance in the ninth inning but they score two to win it and take the middle game of this three game series. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Wednesday afternoon as we wrap this one up. Still a lot to do. We'll give out our daily awards. Take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard. We'll take your phone calls coming up as well. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. As always, if you want to chime in on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at us at 973 the fan SD or my Twitter, Sammy Lev. All right, enough from me. Let's go back to Miami, get some post-game reaction from Padres manager Bob Melvin after a disappointing 2-1 loss in Miami. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. The offensive that you're still waiting for. Assume at that point you got Hater in there, you've had some defensive plays, and you're feeling pretty good about it. Anytime we got Josh in the game with the lead in the ninth inning, we feel good about it. So give him some credit. Drew a leadoff walk, got a couple hits off him. Doesn't happen often. Was Garrett in there? What was Garrett doing today? Just throwing a lot of different types of pitches and doing it effectively? Keeping it down? Yeah, change up, probably a few more than we thought. You know, just enough pushing us off with some cutters. Um, Pretty good slider that was, you know, tough to tough to recognize. Um, he, he pitched pretty well. We had, there were a lot of bad swings and not too many good at bats off him. Is the frustration after a game like this one the inability to attack on after you get the run? Look, I mean, when when you give a, two hits and you score a run, but but you know, like I said, we feel good when when Josh is in the game. We felt like we had a good chance to win the game. On that, the play in the ninth inning, Sanchez up the line, it gets cut. Is, what are the mechanics of kind of where the guys are supposed to be defensively on that? Well, the, the throw's offline, so he's got to he's got to cut it. Now he turns around and looks, and there's still maybe some time to make a play. And I think, 
you know, Gary was, was trying to follow the ball over to where it was being cut if it was let go. Is it nice to see Gary get into one and kind of that an example of what he can do? Yeah, he can obviously got some power. So, you know, we weren't doing much offensively. And sometimes one run feels like more than it is. When you get a home run, you have a lead, and you got your, you know, plus guys coming in for seven, eight, nine. Blake was fantastic today as well, probably the best we've seen him. What made him as good as he was? A really good command of his fastball, and, and mechanics were really good. Ball was exploding. They were getting a lot of late swings on it. Predominantly fastballs early on, then start mixing up, and his changeups really come a long way too. So, you know, some curveballs, some sliders, everything, you know, pitched well, certainly well enough to win. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in Miami following this 2-1 to one defeat to the Miami Marlins. And you heard Bob talk about Blake Snell there at the end. And Snell was very, very good in this game. Six scoreless innings, three walks allowed, seven strikeouts. He had to deal with some base traffic at different times in the outing. But Snell, probably his best outing of the year. And you heard Bob Melvin allude to it a couple of times Bottom line is this, Padres scored one run on two hits in this game. And like I said, at the very outset, they had one hit leave the infield and one runner on second base, touch second base in this game safely. Both those came on the Gary Sanchez home run. So the bottom line is this, obviously a tough outing for Josh Hader. The leadoff walk for Hader in the ninth inning really came back to bite him, but It's really hard to win a game when you score one run on two hits and it puts an immense amount of pressure on your pitching staff and your closer. And uh, the bottom line is this. Marlins took advantage of the Padres scoring just that one run. They scored two in the ninth inning and they win it by that final score. We'll hear from Blake Snell coming up in just a little bit from the clubhouse in Miami. First, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game, we will go with Waskar Brazabon out of the Miami bullpen. He was very, very good. Two and two-thirds scoreless inning, uh, innings, kept it at a one nothing deficit for Miami. I mean, really, really good when you look at the big picture of this game. Brazabon coming in in the sixth inning, got a double play to erase a base runner, one, two, three, seventh inning, one, two, three, eighth inning, and again, kept it a one-run deficit for Miami, and it made all the difference as the Marlins scored two in the ninth inning to win it two to one. So, Waskar Brazabon, our ace pitcher of the game for the Marlins here today. All right, let's take a wider look at the major leagues and tell you about who went deep today around the majors. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. Some of the players that have hit home runs today in the major leagues. For Atlanta, Ozzy Albies hit his 11th home run. For the Orioles, Anthony Santander hit his 9th home run. 
For the White Sox, Jake Berger, his 11th home run for Cleveland. They got a home run from Josh Bell, his fourth. Josh Naylor, his eighth home run of the season. For the Angels, Mike Trout hit his 13th. Shohei Otani, his 14th and 15th. Mookie Betts, his 12th and 13th of the year. Will Smith, his eighth. But the Dodgers did lose today to the Washington Nationals. For the Mets, Mark Hanna hit his fourth home run. For Tampa Bay, Jose Siri, his 10th home run. Brandon Lau, his ninth home run. And for the Nationals in that win in L.A., they got five home runs, one by Jamer Candelario, two by Caber Ruiz, one by Luis Garcia, and one by C.J. Abrams. And that's a look at the home run tally on this Wednesday. We'll have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later, but when we come back, we'll hear from tonight's starting pitcher, Blake Snell, who was very, very good in this ball game here tonight. Six scoreless innings, I think you could very easily argue Blake Snell's finest outing of the season to this point. He was in line for a win until the ninth inning, but instead gets a no decision. So we'll go back to Miami, hear from Blake Snell when we come back again. the final score. The Padres won, the Marlins two, as the Marlins score two runs in the bottom half of the ninth inning to win it. Our postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. show continues here on the Padres radio network final score here tonight the Marlins two and the Padres one as the Marlins score two in the bottom half of the ninth inning to come back and win it Gene Segura a game tying single in the ninth inning then it was Nick Fortes the game winner to score Segura as the Marlins won it two to one again the Padres aside from one swing by Gary Sanchez in this game really did not do much of anything one run on just two hits and again they had one runner touch second base safely it was on the home run by gary sanchez padres for all the talk about runners in scoring position padres didn't have an at bat with a runner in scoring position here tonight after a game yesterday where they had 16 of them if only they could have saved some from yesterday for here to uh to, to today right i mean this is sort of what we talked about yesterday when I think I was talking with uh, some of the callers and we were talking about, you know, the Padres still have work to do to get back to the 500 mark and really take that full big step forward. Well, this is sort of what we were talking about and no disrespect to Braxton Garrett, who's had a nice season or Waskar Brazabon or Steven Okert, but an offense that scored nine runs yesterday and went six for 16 with runners in scoring position All of a sudden here today, only had one run on the Sanchez home run. Two total hits. They had one hit leave the infield, and it was on the Sanchez home run. So unfortunately, here today, we saw some of the issues we've seen uh, in the past. And we'll see if uh, the offensive consistency uh, can uh, find itself towards the end of this road trip in the finale tomorrow. But again, the inconsistent offense, you thought maybe we were heading in the right direction, and We went over some of the numbers in the pregame, what they've done the last eight games, scoring six runs per game, and not all of that is forgotten. But again here today, all of a sudden, some of the issues that we've seen of just a a quiet offense period, um, you know, they they happened again here in this game. So, uh, again, final score, Miami 2, San Diego 1. 
Josh Hader, a rare time where he had a rough outing. He walked the leadoff man, ends up going to second base on a sack bunt. Segura's base hit, ties the game. Then Fortes's base hit, wins the game. A blown save for Josh Hader, who, for the most part, has been really, really good this year. Let's go back to Miami inside the Padres clubhouse and hear from the Padres closer, Josh Hader. That is a couple balls that find holes, or, or what are you kind no, of No, it's just not assess? executing pitches, you know, getting behind guys. Walking the first first batter, that's not going to give you much success in this game. So, um, yeah, he's got to execute pitches and, and get ahead. Is it the one the one to Segura that in particular, or is it the walk that that I guess you're feeling afterward? Or? Well, Uriel, like I mean, you put him on the base, you give you give that sacrifice, move him over, and it takes an infield hit to you know through the hole to to kind of get through. So, I mean, you just can't do that. To be clear, more you're talking about like the walk and, and the pitches that got you behind versus the, you know, the ones that they hit as a part as yeah. when you say not executing pitches. Yeah, I mean, okay. even the ones I haven't looked back at the tape, but I'm sure even the ones that they hit weren't executed to where I wanted them. Okay. You know, I looked up on the board, I don't know exactly, but it looked like the one to uh, Segura was kind of more middle. Right. So, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'll, look back, I'll look back at it and, and kind of review it, but at the end of the day from what I saw, wasn't executing pitches, getting behind guys. The first hit was right at the top of the zone. That's where you want it, right? Yeah, but I okay. want it inside, you know. Okay. Be okay. able to get it into his hands and when you leave it when you leave it over the middle, you give him a chance to put a bat on the ball and with a guy on second, that's all they need to do. That was Josh Hader from inside the Padres clubhouse after this game and you heard Hader say it there, talking about not executing pitches and Really what hurt Hader in this game, I, I think you could say not so much the hits he gave up because really the, the hit to Segura was not very hard hit, got through the infield. You know, the hit to Fortes was a little bit harder, but you just look at the outing, the leadoff walk, right? They say those walks, especially the leadoff walks, will come back to bite you, and that's what happened in this outing for Josh Hader. The walk, then a sack bunt, just like that, tying run on second base, and the Marlins get a couple of hits that go to the right spots of the infield, and the game is over. So uh, one of those outings for Josh Hader. Look, certainly Hader's been very good this year for the most part. He had that, you know, one moment with Mookie Betts. There was a game in extra innings, but those are tough situations, as we know. But these things will happen again for as much focus as you might put on Josh Hader in this game. The two runs in the ninth inning, the Padres scored one. On two hits, and to go back to what Jesse and Tony talked about, towards the end of the broadcast, bottom line, it's very, very hard to win a game when you score only one run on two hits. A bright spot in this game, no doubt about it, Blake Snell. Six scoreless innings, probably his finest performance of the season. He did walk a few, but got some big double play balls to get out of jams. Let's go back to Miami, hear from tonight's starting pitcher, Blake Snell. The best you pitched without the slider working in the last few years? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was there in the bullpen, so, but then, I mean, the curveball is really good, fastball is good, changes, I'm just going to stick to what's working, so, um, I, yeah, I mean, I think my other pitches were just better, and still was trying to throw the slider, but, uh, yeah, just down, once I start getting it up a little more in the zone, start trusting, I mean, it's going to be a really beautiful pitch for me, so, I'm excited about that, but I think, you know, my my other weapons were just a lot better, and I could locate them better. And I think that's why I ended up going with those instead of the slider. 
I know it was only one run, but you guys get some defensive plays. Does yeah. it feel like you get Hader in there? Does it, does it feel like, hey, you know what? This is going to be this is going to be enough. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, anytime Josh goes in the game, it's, it's the best closer in the game, in my opinion, and uh, you look forward to that. So didn't go our way, but I mean, playing good defense, we're, we're pitching, like, just tough luck. But uh, the way we hit yesterday. I wouldn't be surprised we hit like that tomorrow. What made you command the fastball today? Uh, I just feel. I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I'm synced up really well now. And with that, I'm able to throw strikes and have confidence in that. And yeah. What was it like working with Gary? I know you've faced yeah, him before. Yeah, faced him. I mean, he hits well off of me. So he had uh, the magic uh Button fingers today. We we're on the same page. I mean, it was good. Yeah, uh, no problem. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Felt like we were on the same page and really comfortable with each other right out the gate. So um, yeah, I mean, he sees me well, so he knows what to call. So he called. Does, does, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was back and forth, okay. but yeah, we're team effort. We did it together. Do you think that helps? I mean, the fact that he's seen you as much as he has. That yeah, he I mean, could. played against him what, all the time. Saw him play. Uh, yeah, really comfortable. So I wasn't like, oh, I got to get used to him. Or I think right away we were pretty comfortable. And we knew our attack plan and went with it. And yeah, it was good. That was Blake Snell from inside the Padres clubhouse talking about his outing here tonight. Obviously a good one for Blake Snell. Six scoreless innings and uh, some interesting stuff there talking about Gary Sanchez and how Sanchez uh, has hit Blake Snell well over the years, so he knows what to call. But uh, look, one of the bright spots in this game, absolutely no doubt about it, was the work of Blake Snell. Was he perfect? No, you know, gave up some hits and some walks, but found his way through the outing. Couple of big double play balls in this game. So Blake Snail, look, end of the day, any starting pitcher, if they can give you six scoreless innings, you'll take that each and every time. And that's what Blake Snail did here today. Let's get to more of our nightly awards. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. We'll stay with Miami here. We already gave Waskar Brazabon our ace pitcher of the game. For relief pitcher of the game, we'll go with Steven Okert. Struck out the side in the ninth inning. I mean, that was a big deal. Now that you look back at it, kept it a one-run game, had to face both Kim and Tatis, top of the order, and kept it a one-run game. And guess what? The Marlins, right after that, came back to win it with two runs in the ninth inning. So Stephen Okert, our relief pitcher of the game for Miami. Bullpen for Miami did a great job. And also, Braxton Garrett, five innings and a third scoreless. Only run he gave up was the home run to Gary Sanchez. So, look, all in all, hey, it was a great pitching night for both sides. Obviously, Hayter had his troubles in the ninth inning, but both for Miami and for San Diego, really aside from the Josh Hayter performance, this was a very well-pitched, clean game for the most part. But, again, not to, you know, sound like a broken record, Padre scored one run on two hits. Hard to win games when you do that. Let's tell you about our player of the game. 
Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game in this one will go with Gene Segura. A base hit in the fifth inning. RBI single to tie the game in the ninth inning. Heads up base running goes to second on the throw as Kim relayed it to Sanchez. Stole third base. Not that it really would have mattered on the hit that won the game, but still got himself on third base with one out. Spot where a sack fly could win the game for Miami. Some really critical plays in this game. And obviously a huge RBI hit to tie the game in the ninth inning. So Gene Segura will be our player of the game on the Miami side of things here today. We'll step aside, come back with more. Again, the final Marlins 2, Padres 1. We may hear from Gary Sanchez as well from inside the clubhouse when we come back. Sanchez had the lone run, was responsible for the lone run in this game for the Padres, the solo home run in the third. So we may hear from Gary Sanchez when we come back. We'll also take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard after this on the Padres Radio Network. I, I love the colorful clothes you wear. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Miami, the Marlins 2 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Padres dropped to 25-30. and 30. Marlins improved to 29-27. and 27. Again, the final totals for the Padres. One run, two hits, one error for Miami. Two runs, six hits, and one error as the Marlins scored two in the bottom half of the ninth inning to win it. Padres got just one run on two hits in this game. The home run by Gary Sanchez in the third inning, the only run the Padres scored. We'll hear from Gary Sanchez inside the Padres clubhouse in just a moment, so stay tuned for that. I do want to just issue one correction to something I've said a couple of times here on the post game. I'll be honest with you, not that it really matters all that much to the overarching point of uh, the offensive struggles here today. I said that no other player than Gary Sanchez, other than Gary Sanchez, reached second base safely. Hassan Kim did in the third when he stole second, but he was picked off second base after that. So technically what I was saying was incorrect. Does it really matter in the overarching theme of what we're talking about here with one run on two hits? Not really. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I technically I've said it a couple of times. I was incorrect, but the point still stands. One run on two hits. That's not going to win a lot of games. But one bright spot, Gary Sanchez hit a very hard home run to left field. The line drive at 111 miles per hour off the bat. Let's hear from Gary Sanchez alongside translator Danny Sanchez inside the Padres clubhouse. Sigo, sigo aprendiendo y, y, y conociendo. Y con, con, aprendiendo la cosa de, del juego aquí. Uh-huh. Ya, me siento bien. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's been, uh, you know, an adjustment, getting comfortable here for sure. A lot of learning, um, you know, a lot of getting to know the guys and getting to know how things work here. Um, yeah, definitely just learning as much as I can. Y luego también que si te ayudó a enfrentar a Blake cuando él estaba en con Tampa todos esos años, cachándolo hoy. Oh, eh, sí, me he enfrentado mucho a él. Eh. Hizo tremendo trabajo, eh, nos mantuvimos en la misma página, que es lo más importante. Eh, ejecutó los pichos donde tenía que hacerlo. 
Eh, lo vi bien, lo vi del mismo ser, del mismo piche bueno que él es. Uh -huh. eh, y nada, se me hizo fácil. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps. Um, you know, it came a little easy to me, obviously just knowing him. Um, but he pitched a tremendous game. You know, he was in the zone, he was executing. So, um, you know, yeah, it helped, but I think it was more him, you know, being on his game than anything. How good did it feel to, to get into one today after kind of the start of the season that you've had? Que bueno se sintió, o sea, el home run, después de cómo empezaste la temporada. Se sintió bien, que pude mantener el juego 1-0 ahí. Y nada, no tuvimos la victoria, que eso es lo más importante, ¿tú me entiendes? Yeah, I mean, it felt good. It felt good to be able to give us that one nothing advantage. Um, but at the end of the day, we didn't get the win. Uh, and that's really what matters, so. Keith, after all that, uh, the, the, the great defensive plays, uh, the pitching that had happened, going into eight haters on the mound, what's he feeling at that point? Bueno, pues, el juego, o sea, con todas las jugadas de la defensa, o sea, play como estaba pichando, y luego cuando entra hater, ¿cómo te estabas sintiendo ahí el final del juego? Bueno, me sentía bien. Son cosas que pasan en el juego, uno nunca quiere hacer la cosa mala es eh, un tremendo pitch red, eh, y nada eh, no pasó de la, de la manera que nosotros queríamos y nada enfocando en lo que, en lo que viene yeah no I mean I feel good um, you know those are things that happen in this game you know no one really wants that kind of stuff to happen and you know with Hader on the mound I think really it was just a couple pitches that uh, you know that really cost us but those are things that happen um, so you know we just got to focus on the next game that was Gary Sanchez alongside translator Danny Sanchez inside the Padres clubhouse. Again, Sanchez providing the only run in this game for the Padres, the solo home run in the third inning. And that was not enough as the Marlins win it by a final score of 2-1, to one, getting two runs in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Sam Levitt with you in our San Diego studios here on the Padres radio network. We do have time for a phone call, so let's squeeze one in. Let's go to Don, who's calling in from Rancho Bernardo. Hi, Don. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How about yourself, Sammy? I'm doing well. Yeah, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. <laughs> tough loss today. Tough loss. Uh, certainly one of the toughest of the season, I'd say. Um, not every day that uh, Hater gives up, uh, you know, blows a save. But, you know, I was thinking during this game, a, a win or lose the game, and obviously we ended up on the on the wrong side of it. But, but this is baseball. You know, I mean, you, you had a pitcher's duel out there. Um, it was going to be a tight game. The margin between success and failure in professional sports, and particularly baseball, is so razor thin. And I think part of the problem is that this team, for whatever reason, just doesn't seem to have that – I've talked about this before – it just doesn't seem to have that it factor because we've been terrible in one-run games this year, 0-5 in, in extra innings. And, and frankly, during this game – Sammy, the Padres were lucky to have it so close because I think I counted. I could be wrong here. I think I counted. We had four, we turned four double plays against them. So you know, I mean, we kind of were lucky to have it so close. They out hit us quite a, quite a bit. And anyway, you know, he, 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 I'm not too down on this game because it was such a great you know pitchers duel out there. Um, but that's kind of my thoughts for today, Sammy. Well, Don, uh, appreciate the call, and I'll, I'll kind of uh, I'll, I'll address the the points one by one. Well, look, they haven't been good in one run games. They're three and ten in those games now. 
including here tonight, 3-10. and 10. This was a team that was really good in those games last year. They're one of the best teams in baseball in one-run games last year. So 3-10, and 10, they've got to be better in these close games and these one-run games. This is a bit of a different one here tonight because of the way it played out and you lose it in the bottom half of the ninth inning. I understand that, but still, 3-10 and 10 now in one-run games. And, Don, I think to your overarching point, you know, on the it factor, look, we'll decide at the end of the year when it's all said and done and the postseason hopefully is all said and done one way or the other. I think then you really know, you know, does a team have the it factor, whatever the quote-unquote it factor is. So I think it's a little early to really know about that. I think you have to let the whole season play out, quite frankly. But the one thing that hasn't happened yet through the first third of the season, and it's really hard to do what the Padres need to do, sitting now five games below 500 at 25 and 30, they just on a – day-to-day basis haven't clicked on all cylinders. That's the best way I can put it. It just hasn't clicked altogether. It hasn't clicked in the way you would need it to click to go win six in a row, seven in a row, eight in a row, nine of ten, whatever scenario you want to draw up. So it just hasn't clicked. Now, the good news, plenty of time for it to click. But today, one of those games where, look, Josh Hader, obviously frustrating. You don't want to walk the leadoff man. He knows that. He talked about not executing pitches. It happens, though, even with the best closers in the game. But the bottom line in this one, one run on two hits. I mean, that's it. That's really what it comes down to. One run on two hits in this game. So, uh, that was the story here tonight as the Padres fall 2-1, to one, and we'll see if they can wrap up this series with a win tomorrow. Rubber game of the series. Padres uh, could have a winning road trip uh, with the uh, game tomorrow. So uh, we'll see if the Padres can get two series wins. I mean, look, in the grand scheme of things, and this won't sound great because right now they sit five games below 500, so it won't sound, you know, really, really great, but you still could have a winning road trip and take a couple of series and, okay, at least one one game in New York. Not all is lost. Come home. Play a Cubs team on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday that's not playing all that well. We'll see. But, um, look, here tonight, bottom line, one run on two hits, not going to get it done. And uh, to your point, Don, doesn't leave much room for error. And it's something we've talked about. I'm sick of talking about it. It's something we've talked about for weeks now. When you don't score, whether it's one game or it's a a stretch of games, when you don't score enough runs and the offense doesn't score a ton, it makes the margin for error in every other facet of the game really, really, really small. And that's what I feel like we saw again here tonight. We'll see if they can get the offense going tomorrow in Miami. Before we head out, let's take one final look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the Out of Town Scoreboard. We do have a lot of games that have gone final already today, and we have a few games in progress 
Mets leading the Phillies 4-1 in New York. The Brewers leading the Blue Jays 4-2 in Toronto. I should say both those games, Mets won 4-1, Brewers won 4-2. Nationals beat the Dodgers earlier today in L.A. 10-6. Pirates beat the Giants 9-4 in San Francisco. Braves beat the A's 4-2 in Oakland. Guardians beat the Orioles 12-8 in Baltimore. Rays beat the Cubs 4-3 in Chicago. Angels beat the White Sox 12-5 in Chicago. Tigers beat the Rangers 3-2 in Detroit. Games going on right now. Reds leading the Red Sox 5-4 in Boston in the ninth inning. Twins leading the Astros 7-0 in Houston in the sixth inning. Diamondbacks ahead of the Rockies 3-0 in Arizona in the second. And the Yankees and the Mariners are scoreless in the third in Seattle. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Wednesday in the major leagues. Before we tell you about tomorrow's game, let's pause for Station ID on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. This is Jake Cronenworth, Padres play here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Lovett with you inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Wednesday evening. Tough one for the Padres here today, no doubt about it. Marlins scoring two in the bottom half of the ninth inning to win it 2-1. to one. Gene Segura tied the game with an RBI single against Josh Hader. That's after he issued a leadoff walk to Yuli Gurriel in the ninth inning. And then it was Nick Fortes, the walk-off base hit, to win it for Miami. It'll be a rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow. Right-hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. Left-hander Jesus Lazardo on the mound for Miami. First pitch at 10-10 a.m. tomorrow. Our pregame coverage begins at 9-10, so hopefully you'll wake up with me. Some Padres and pancakes, the Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show at 9-10. First pitch early tomorrow at 10-10 a.m. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Marlins, two runs, six hits, one error, they left on seven. And for the Padres, one run, two hits, one error, they left on one. Winning pitcher was Steven Okert, who improves to 2-0. Losing pitcher was Josh Hader, who drops to 0-1 and takes a blown save. Time of game, two hours and 24 minutes. And the crowd at Lone Depot Park in Miami, 11,773. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Nick Tanucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Miami Marlins 2 and the San Diego Padres 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning on the Padres Radio Network.